25 years after Michael Jordan starred in the hit movie Space Jam, LeBron James gives us a new legacy. But has LeBron honored what came before? I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. And you are listening to episode 15 of We Used to Talk About This at Work. I've returned, Matt, and um, I listened to an episode of the show that I wasn't on, and it was weird. It was so weird. It was a clusterfuck. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> I thought, I was like, shit, Chad ain't here. We're about to do this shit how I want to do it. Man, it was like a chicken with his head cut off. I didn't know what was going on. Then I had to edit that. You ain't never leaving. Like, you, you, all those episodes, I'm like, Matt please don't say that. Matt, please don't do this. Matt, I don't want to do this because of the editing. You're like, nah, nah, it's okay. Now you see what I've been saying, huh? Well, no, actually, editing is not, it's fine. It's just time consuming because you got to listen to the podcast multiple times. Right. And then at the, I can tell where the longer it goes on, you're like, I don't feel like editing that. That's staying in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're back together and we have some more guests for you all. We've got Steve and we've got Nelson. So Steve, Nelson, why don't you guys tell us, how do we know you? Who are you? I actually um, know Matthew because I am married to his sister. Ooh. True story. (laughs) I have known him, what, like 13 years, something like that? Mm-hmm. Something like that. It, yeah. It's been a minute. How long have you been married? Ten years this year. Okay. Back in June. Okay. Okay. So just had an anniversary. Um, Nelson, who are you? How do I how do we know you? Well, sir, I think I've known you about twenty some odd years. We went we started knowing each other around middle school. So twenty four years. Yeah, unfortunately, I know you a little too much. Yeah. I might have to ship you off sometime. So. <laughs> so Nelson is one of my oldest friends that I still am com- in communication with. Lovely. Uh, yeah. Also, I was hanging out with him last week when I was off. So we have a, we have a story or two. So, uh, Steve, what you been Wait a to? minute. Hold up. <clears throat> so I told the listeners that you out here taking care of business, mm-hmm. but really you was out gallivanting with your friends. That's taking care of business. Taking care of business. No, oh, <laughs> he, he was just on a simple assignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. Right. Uh, I, I, I have, I have tales to tell of, uh, of many, many bridesmaids, and that, okay. that's that's the little teaser. Yes. But Steve, what you been up to this week, man? Just went back to work finally after about 16, 17 months. It's definitely an adjustment. Okay. I don't know so, if I like the adjustment, but okay. you know, so, it's there. That's what I've been thinking, because as somebody who's never stopped going to work this whole time, Nelson I wonder too. after so much time of being at home that you're like, I don't need to go to work at all. I can do all this stuff from home anyway. So mm-hmm. I was want to know yeah, like, I mean, when we, people start going back to work, how was that going to be? I mean, we could have done it from home. It was just really quiet and back in the office. Are you at full capacity? Almost. I think next week we will be. 
Oh, damn. Wait, when did you go Early back? Early next week. When did you go I'm back? back? On the 19th. Uh, I don't... No, no one knows. We're not looking Monday. at the calendar, sir. All right. That's just... Uh, yeah, last Monday. <laughs> okay, so damn, they going from like partial capacity to full capacity in a week? Like, what was the point of yeah. that? Well, I mean, we still had some people in the office this whole time, but I think they're just, you know, trying to ease everyone in. Okay. The week. okay okay so uh nelson um you are on uh matt's team of like i have to go to work every day so you got some things to say uh well thankfully with all this work and everything they decided to give your boy a little promotion so i got shipped to another uh location and now i'm still currently trying to learn this new position and they are busting my ass. Uh, I, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what the hell I need to do for these people that they won't be on my back so much. So, okay. yeah, just just learning as I go. Congratulations. Oh, yes, congratulations, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Good night. All right. Um, well, you had some uh, escapades this weekend. Yeah, well, I did have I, I did work six days this week, so like I said, kicking my ass. But you know, I decided to uh, slip on down to Food Truck Friday. It's a little thing they do in St. Louis. They have they bring about 20, 25 different uh, type of plate uh, foods and let everybody try different things and. Well, obviously for money, but, and then they have live music and stuff like that. Seeing some people that I need to see, like you run into exes and stuff. You're like, oh, excuse me. Well, oh, you, oh, you think you better than me? Cause you got a guy down here. Well, <laughs> well, you better move on. No, but overall, finally my friend showed up and they not looking at me crazy. So uh, I had a good time down there with do you have any foods that you would recommend or that you just liked in general? Well, if I can get you to come down there one week, mm -hmm. um, it's this place called Angie's Burgers. I've had that before. That uh, they they came to our previous employer, Matt. I'm not yeah. sure if you ever came out to the food truck. Mm -hmm. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, they had that. Was uh, cool. Was that that Budweiser burger or something like that? With the caramelized onions and all that jazz. You said it was all right. Excuse you. Well, I had it like you know, like four or five years ago. So the memory's a little fuzzy. <laughs> now, when you have a delicious food, mm -hmm. you remember it for years and years. I remember yeah. having it. I can't remember what it tastes like, but I remember I, having it. It was two years since I've had that burger and uh, sustenance but <laughs> no but i i um had when had burgers had alcohol of course um ice cream creek uh cajun food but look i had a lot of stuff so but you knew you were going to be on this podcast and you weren't taking notes out in the field um what am i supposed to take notes about so that you could report back uh i don't want to say bad things about certain places like look look we shit on movies every now and again on this move on this every, podcast oh, we shit on the restaurant yeah shit we i'm about to shit on this movie right uh later on <laughs> that's oh. ballless that's ballless don't nah, spoil that's your spoilers. Teaser. 
Godly. No, but no. Overall, it was a good experience. Uh, the places are really good. It's a it's a fun time. But I don't know uh, if they're gonna keep doing it with this mask oh, thing. Yeah. And so we'll see how it goes. Steve, have you been to anything like that before? Yeah, they used to have one. We haven't been in a while, but I think in the Chesterfield Valley. Okay. They used to have a whole bunch of food trucks lined up through there. So you I don't remember you, to, you and the and the wife have been to that or yeah we've been to stuff like that before. Okay. And I think some of the food on the food trucks is some of the best food for whatever reason you've ever eaten. Don't know if it's the whole environment thing or what, but half these places like don't have stand ups. I'm like, but I wanna come back next week. Give me more right. food. You Take my money, please. Look on their Facebook page to see where they're gonna be parked. So now I have to now. Now I'm like chasing. I'm, right, I'm, now you gotta do more research from the research you just was supposed to do. So wow, do I like a like a researcher? No, no. I throw things for a living. No, no. So last week when I was off, uh, Nelson and I and another one of our friends, uh, a reference from a few episodes ago. Um, the Moderna boys, as I like to call us, uh, Nelson doesn't approve. I don't, I, I, don't, don't I don't, I don't, I don't condone that. You don't endorse that. No, no, no. But, uh, we drove down to, well, I guess we drove over to Nashville, yes. which apparently is the, uh, bridal bachelorette uh, party that, that's central. The, that's capital the bachelorette of capital of the U S but I want to put an asterisk by that. And I want to say that is the bachelorette capital for white women in the U.S. <laughs> what, what, what makes Nashville so good for have a bachelorette party? Country music and country music. Drinking beers and having fun and singing about your bad days. Or I don't know. And I guess the <laughs> hot chicken. They're famous for hot chicken, too. Steve, you have- you've been in Nashville, right? A long time ago. I mean, we drove through there in january but right okay I haven't actually stopped and went there in about 20 years okay oh the kid rock's got his bar down there in nashville kid rock has a bar right next to jason aldean's bar oh i didn't realize that was kid rock's bar like you can't drive on that street because of kid rock's bar. we did and it took all day <laughs> it did it did. And then we paid like $25 for parking. And I'm like, we're not leaving from down here. Like, we, we just live down here now, guys. And then immediately left an hour. An hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was overall a fun trip. Um, you know, it for me personally, it was nice seeing people like out and about like there wasn't COVID. And I'm not saying that in like because like people weren't wearing masks and they were being foolish or anything, but like just being at home for so long, it was just nice to see like a lot of people out and about. And it made me for a little while forget about like this last year, you know? Uh-huh. It was a very fun experience. Even though it was it, it was kind of short lived because we, we went down there. It was like a day and a half with the driving and everything. I had a really good time with my brothers. I enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed ourselves. I hope we enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, I had a good time. Uh, watched some Netflix. We actually watched Space Jam together in the hotel room, and uh, that was an experience. Yeah, but we're not there yet. Oh boy. 
Uh, and have you been to Nashville before, Matt? Nope. Um, also, this week I got a library card, and I haven't had one since like middle school. Why take you so long to get a library card? Well, I don't really read physical books for real, or if I do, I'll buy them. Mm-hmm. but like I was looking up some stuff and I'm like oh man I want to read this book this this might be useful but then I looked on Amazon it's talking about $20 and I was like mm, I don't really feel like spending that right now and so the library was like hey we've got this book man and I was like you know what and that's free so I went up to my local library got a card they didn't have the book in stock so I, I put a hold on it and then I came home, downloaded the app, uploaded, like logged in, saw that the woman put my information in there all the way, all the way wrong. She had my name in there as Chase and some <laughs> had my address all wrong. And I'm like, I handed you my ID, ma'am. Like, what are we doing here? So I got that straightened up the next day. I signed up with a card on Wednesday and the book was available Thursday. Okay. So they're not planning on getting this books, not moving books between um, branches. So how's that book going to work out for you? Um, I am a little over halfway through it. And I'm treating this kind of like schoolwork where I took notes and stuff. So I got like two, three pages of notes on um, the contents of the book. And yeah, um, it's got some good information. I am not in a place currently to execute all of that information, but it's got some good information. That would, do you think that information would have helped you uh, years ago? Actually, yeah. And also uh, therapy, too. It's a, uh, I got a self-help book from the library. Self-care is the best care. Yeah. yeah, I know. You showed it to me. Yeah, no, I'll send that to the audience. I'm not cutting this. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got a. I started going to libraries once. My son wanted to go to a li- the library to get books. So this is back when he was in like second or third grade. Okay. And then I realized like they got video games and everything else like yeah, that. So like games I used to miss out on like, like yeah. oh damn that's right I'm a racer. I, I thought I wanted to play this game. I go rent this game, play it for a couple days, turn it back in and. They got movies and stuff like that. This is before I was on my piracy stuff. So I was like, oh, I missed out on this one. Yeah, the library is good. People be sleeping in the library. I feel I feel like I still owe the library money from <laughs> I borrowed music and games from them like years ago. I was like, oh, hold on. They have the Grand Theft Auto. Excuse me? I, I'm, um, I just went nuts. I was partially hesitant to get a car because I'm like, I don't remember having a balance, but I'm just like, what if I do? I'm going to be real mad. I, I, it, I, I was thinking that too, but I'm like, I have my library card in like Hazelwood. Hazelwood and St. Charles, they don't talk to each other, so it's, <laughs> it should be fine. <laughs> uh, what are your feelings on the library system, Steve? <laughs> the whole system as a, as a whole. The whole system. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, we, well, I used to go up there and, you know, get like the CDs and everything just because I didn't want to pay for, you know, like the new MM CD or the new Nelly CD at the time. And, and somehow after I found out like after three or four years, 
They're like, oh yeah, you owe like uh, seven dollars and twenty nine cents. I'm like, what are you talking? Seven what? <laughs> I can put a zero behind I, it. And and it was the ones back in Hazelwood. Oh, they found and you, I'm huh? Like, no, I'm like, no, I turned that in. Nah, I just never paid anything with it. And so now you've been a library fugitive. Well, I mean, I got one in St. Charles, but yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I made sure that, I made sure those Hazelwood and Florissant ones were uh, wiped clean once I got the one to St. Charles. That's what I mean. Um, yeah. So you got you've got some you've um, let me get the soapbox for you. You've got some things to say this week. Uh oh. Uh, you know the Olympics has already started. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because I've been wanting to talk about this like for like two weeks, but I always like it's not the right time. So now I, before I get started, so what are you guys' thoughts? Like all the different stuff with it. What is your? I'm trying to overall. What's your thoughts about the Olympics this year? Um. Well, I feel like maybe it. it you think maybe they probably should have canceled it, possibly with all of these things going on with the variants out here and uh, so many people they wind up having to quit because they're starting to test positive for different versions of it maybe maybe it could have been canceled well they didn't cancel this one because they were losing a ton of money at least half of what they've got now so, so it's almost like japan almost had no choice but to go on with it otherwise they're just keep losing millions and billions from this point on and my, my thoughts is yes i understand just like the nfl mlb and everything you got to do it for the money and stuff so i understand they want to go through it and, like, it's over 75% of the population of Japan, they don't want to have it. So my thing is, if you're going to do it, you just got to go ahead and do it and let it ride the way it is to get – because my thing is, if you're, you're already going to – you're already disappointing the base of you doing it. So now they're already thinking negative about you. So now you're doing more stuff to – bring negative light to it like for example there was they having the paralympics um now too and there was this woman i wish i would have wrote her name down but she's deaf and blind and she's a swimmer and they wouldn't let her bring her aid which is also her mother because you can't have they're on, they're limiting how many people you can bring and stuff so right now it's one aid for 35 people mm-hmm. which is crazy toyota is not advertising anymore for the Olympics because they know that majority of the population don't want it there. It was another famous company too. So my opinion on the whole thing is that I feel like they should have canceled it as well. Like I know that they're going to be losing a lot of money, but just for me personally, like I don't like how the timing is fucked up now because like 2020, we should have had a summer Olympics 2024. That should have been the next summer Olympics. Now we shifting it to 2021. Like, so what is the next summer Olympics going to be 2024 or 2025? Like, no, it's, it's still, no, I thought it was I, still keep, it's, it's still keeping the same. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. I heard it was going to be 2024 and it was just going to be that three year break instead of the four year break. Yeah, and yeah. see, I, I don't it's like that. To go on as I don't well. like that. And then the merchandise is fucked up too. But it's a certain situation when, I guess whenever they got the bid to get it in 2020 was like eight, 10, 12 yeah. years ago. That's they started developing things and like yeah. trying to, you know, get this stuff situated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 
there should be some sort of insurance for that, like an act of God. Like, what if there was a? So they're just gonna call State Farm and be like, "Hey, hey, Chris Paul, you mind uh, you mind taking care of this for me?" No. So like I'm saying, like it, like the the yes, they had to construct a lot of things in Japan to um to accommodate the Olympics, and an act of God, a pandemic stopped that from happening i feel like that should be an insurance right that should have been an insurance write-off and that could have been their out just like if there was like you know a really bad flood and all that work got destroyed you would get an insurance payout right yeah but you're not yeah, getting but, you're not gonna, insurance? <laughs> but you're not gonna even if there was something like that you're not getting the money back like you might get the money back for like the buildings or something like that but do you they losing out on all the TV money, all people, the um, ad you, revenue you are, stuff? But but you already mentioned that people are already backing out. Just no wait, Toyota, no Toyota and uh, whatever the company they're backing out. But they think about it, NBC, all these countries have these um contracts with these people to air the Olympics. They are gonna be losing out on all that money. That's I mean, the billions of dollars, the TV money. But look uh, at all, but look at all the this hassle, like. All these players can't play because they've got COVID, like all these dumb restrictions, and like people are willingly like backing out because of the restrictions. And then people right. over here testing positive for you know marijuana on their test. I'm just saying, like COVID has affected everybody. Like like all the other sports, comes down to that almighty dollar that they had to figure out how to get to this money one way or another. I don't know. It's just. It's not the the because when they when last year before or 2019 before COVID, man, we was high. We was like, oh yeah, we was. I was uh, me and my friends was trying to get tickets and everything to the Olympics. Everybody was so excited. Now, and people people around here in Japan don't care about this stuff. Actually, they upset. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, there was a video of one lady. Uh, they was you know they run across with the uh, the torch before they light it. Uh, the lady came through. And with a water gun and try to put out the torch. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. It was funny because I was like, why won't she just have like a bucket or something to dump on there? And that little water gun ain't gonna work. Yeah, like a little nerf water gun or something. Yeah. Nerf yeah, that's how people people don't people don't want it. They're not really losing out on the stadium cost because I mean that's all worked in already. It's like the five stadiums or whatever they have for each event. It's filling up. All that with the merchandise also and all those ticket sales right i mean but then they're not they aren't even getting the ticket money because people can't go and i don't want that merch if i can't go like who's buying the merch so they're still losing that money unless it's like a, a souvenir type of thing that says like i was there for it but but only people that can be there are like the athletes and japanese people and the japanese people hate it so like Who's buying the merch? Well, the Japanese people can't go. That's what they should have. They should have done it. Was it like it was who was it baseball who did something where it was like twenty percent capacity or something like that? Because if you think about it, they're having multiple events. They should just at these multiple events at multiple sites. So why wouldn't you just have like select people? But the, but the problem is, as a whole, like a lot of Japanese people don't like it and they can't have foreign guests come in because they aren't even letting them in the country. So where's your 20% Matt? Give it to the foreigners. That's already here. 
You Let me get a free ride right up there. I be you, I watch some on water you polo. Would have, you would have gone to the Olympics. I wanted to before. No, 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 no. You would have gone to the Olympics. If you, if I, I if I want in risk, these conditions, COVID, these conditions. That's what I'm saying. These I mean, conditions if it, right now. If, like, if you me, got a ticket right now, and they said you can go to the Olympics, you would go. You would hop on the the uh, the bullet train. Me? You say me by myself? You? I go? You? Yes, because yes, you 100%. just. I, if they was like, you can go to the Olympics right now. Here's your ticket. Here's your stuff. Go right now. I will go to the Olympics right now. All right. That's all I want to know. Right. I got the vaccine. I'm good. I see the Olympics. This is a once in a lifetime thing. I mean, that vaccine not gonna do shit about the new variant. But yeah, I got you. Hey man, that, let, that let new variant could be right right outside my workplace right now. What's up, Steve? You could be right next door to your neighbor right now. See. So then let me ask you, to gain some of that revenue back, do you guys think they should have done like what they did over here in the States? Like with people would pay to have their cardboard cut out, put in the stadiums, <laughs> and pump and pump in, you know, crowd noise. Would it make those athletes feel a little bit bad? I mean, it's not That's much not. revenue back, but I mean, at least Japan's getting some sort of revenue back. Let me spin that back around on you, Steve. When you're watching a sporting event or any kind of show with, that is supposed to have a live audience. Do you want to see those cardboard cutouts? Because speaking for myself, I don't. I mean, it was weird, but <laughs> the sound was still there. Okay. But it's so, fake noise. Okay. It's so, fake noise, but it's not also crickets everywhere. So I don't know if you guys know this, but um, I'm a wrestling fan. And once yeah. COVID hit, first they had no fans at all with no sound and you can hear everything which was garbage then yeah, they weird. had then they piped in crowd noises then they got a whole television wall with fans now going from having no fans to the piped in crowd noises and the little led screen with fans was so much better than having no fans at all so and just to go back real quick to olympics when they talked about the opening ceremony and they said it was eerie how it was so quiet in there they said that you can inside the stadium. You can even hear the protesters outside. <laughs> uh, so for the so if they weren't gonna do the cardboard cutouts, they should at least piped in cheerings for each people as they walked out. But yeah, transitioning back to the wrestling thing. So yes, going back to that, at least the crowd noises and or in some situations the uh, cardboard cutouts does help the environment, the ambiance, or whatever you want to call it. It does help in some situations. Okay. Yeah, so they since, also they also did eventually. I guess eventually they started doing like little monitors where people were actually sitting in there and watching it, watching the uh, wrestling. And they and now they just opened up to full capacity. Now I'm not maybe mm-hmm. not full capacity, but they definitely are letting uh, people. It in. looks full capacity. Yeah, they got live fans now. Ooh, geez. So since we're on wrestling, Matt. You want to throw out your whole wrestling conversation that you want to have all the way back in episode three? <laughs> well, it was just think of man, let's just talk about wrestling. Ain't no wrong with that. Yeah, I'm I'm saying go for it. I'm looking at the clock. Go for it. All right. So I'm gonna assume all y'all are caught up on everything, except for I didn't see Friday, I didn't see SmackDown because you know time difference and things. Oh uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I, I I didn't see it either. Or like <laughs> the last uh how old am I? 34 years of wrestling. <laughs> Uh, so the highlights today. Uh, what is uh, what's your thoughts about uh, uh, Cena Cena being back? I think it's good for the business. I, I I mean, I mean, I know how you feel about Cena being back. 
I didn't think he really was gonna be gone. He's probably gonna do that rock thing where he shows up like every year and you know fight somebody who's somebody's like I guess you know because Roman is now the big dog and yeah he, of course he's probably gonna come back and I'm not you know spoilers maybe who knows predictions probably get his ass whooped and go make another movie. Mm-hmm. Well, then that something comes and then come probably come back in a yeah. couple years. He's he's got fast ten and eleven coming up. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. That's what that's what usually happens. Whenever the Rock will come back, you usually come back where he's about to promote a movie. He's in an angle. You, you do know whatever, that's confirmed, Put right? somebody over and then leaves. Huh? That's confirmed. At least yeah. that he, he uh, the Rock's supposed to be coming back sometime soon. Well, yeah, that, well, that's not confirmed yet. Yeah, they're rumoring said, SummerSlam for it. He's got yeah, Jungle that's, that's Cruise in a couple of weeks. Or maybe Survivor Series. I'm not completely sure, but yeah. That's, yeah, because it's supposed he to He does be... have a Jungle Cruise. I keep saying that, yeah. And then Black Adam next year. So, yeah, he'll be back. Right. But back on you. Oh, okay. Uh, what else been going oh. on in wrestling? Uh, I can, I can, I, well, I can start. Um, so I watch here and there. I, I usually try to keep up mostly through YouTube stuff. Um, but I have, I, 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 but I'm, I'm really caught up on everything. I really haven't watched fully, fully, fully since maybe, maybe, maybe about ten years ago. I think I. Um, I can't remember like when I started watching, I, I, I started watching with my uncle. My uncle, <laughs> he used to have this story like the uh Hogan came here in the 80s and I uh and I ran into the ring with my beard and I told him that I can I can beat up Hulk, I can beat you up, and I'm like, all right, dude, all right. But um I think I really got into it around the the uh Monday Night Wars and then yeah, I think that's when it like really, really sucked me in. And then after, I'm, I don't know what happened around the mid two thousands. I was like, oh, okay, this is this is going going somewhere completely different. I don't know if I'm completely down, but I I always keep in touch. I always you know keep up on it. Yeah, like yeah, uh, Monday Night Wars. No, I take that back. It's probably like back to the Hogan, Andre, Macho Man days. Then, you know, of course, of teenage years for the Monday Night Wars. And I was all in it then. But then I, I fell off of it when I went to college. So, like, the early 2000s, that's when I fell off. And then I joined the Navy, and then I never watched it. And then I came back in 2012. Or, let me excuse that. During that time, I used to listen to, like, um, like YouTube stuff to see what's going on. And then towards the end, I started listening to podcasts to catch up on got out the navy that's when i started getting back on it now just being back over here in japan is where i can't watch it all the time so i just listen to podcasts what what was your guys's like favorite match either back in the day or even more recently um uh so one of my favorite wrestlers um one of my favorite wrestlers was chris jericho and when he initially switched over to WWE, that was probably one of my favorite moments. Like when he like when they, they got the countdown, it was like, and then his music came. That was yeah. That was like one of my favorite moments. So when he got the undisputed belt and he beat The Rock and Stone Cold in the same night, that was probably my that was probably my favorite. I like, like that was probably my favorite night. But I think. 
overall, my favorite match was, I think it was an Iron Man match between Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle. And then, okay. I think it was on SmackDown okay. one, one night. And um, in the beginning of the match, I think uh, Brock Lesnar, like, beat the crap out of him with, like, a chair. And then he, like, he started, like, getting wins back. But eventually, uh, eventually yeah, uh, Brock won because he beat the, he beat him since in the beginning. But, yeah, that's probably my favorite match right there. Uh, my, my growing up, my favorite wrestler has always has been Bret Hart. And my favorite match is I love Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, WrestleMania 13. I just, like, top to bottom, like, the double turn at the end, like top to bottom, that's like one of the, the best matches. Best moments. Uh, it's not really, it's not a match, but like one that I remember fondly because it was during the Monday Night Wars is uh, when they did, when The Rock and Sock did uh, The Rock's birthday stuff. Uh, when he, oh, yeah, when, when he, he brought, brought in, in like uh, his gym teacher. Yeah, and, like, yeah. When like, he, when man, that was hilarious. <laughs> this is you. Or that whatever. was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but something more recent, um, um, recent, I can't think of anything. Kofi Mania. Yeah, I was like either and or. Oh yeah, Kofi Mania was cool, but I think I think for me it didn't hit me like that because I wasn't like watching it constantly and stuff. So I like kind of heard it through the grapevine type of thing. So I was like, oh, that's cool. It it didn't hit me like like when I be reading online like it it hit people like people cried at the end like when he won and stuff and i guess because maybe i wasn't as emotionally invested into it that i i didn't get it like that um but yeah i mean like a, a lot of this stuff in like nxt is um they'd be having some good stuff but yeah what about you steve i mean even though it's like everyone's favorite it would be the undertaker but I got connected with him when he um, – it was on one of the Monday Night Wars uh, when he, quote, sacrificed Austin and put him on his symbol. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That, that was the first one that I vividly remember growing up. I got a quick hot take. I like Biker Taker. I loved Biker Taker. The rolling, the yeah. rolling American, American yeah. badass. But I love that guy. <laughs> oh, for sure. I, I think, but I think the best persona that he gave off was with the ministry. No, no, yeah, that was, yeah, that was dope. For sure. Yeah, I, I just hear so many people like, oh, that was just the worst, and I'm like, no that way was dope to me. No, I agree with you because that's the when he became American badass. That was the first time that he spoke like a regular person it wasn't just resting right taking right yeah so he was he this is first time he like talked like a badass and, uh, speaking of that reminds me of one time one time the crowd was chanting what to him while he was talking and then he said say what if you sleep with your sister and then he cut the chat out right there and there so yeah i agree with you so i i, I really i'm really appreciating and I'm um, enjoying this time. I get to finally talk about wrestling on the podcast. Hey, let's talk more about uh, wrestling for like a next time. He's been waiting 12 podcasts for this moment. <laughs> right. So, Are you satisfied now, Matt? 
Mm-mm. I'm satisfied right now. So I need all the listeners to uh, email Chad at We Used to Talk Pod and let him know that we we want more wrestling segments. Are <laughs> oh, you just trying to <laughs> wrap that wrap that shit up? It's <laughs> like when you click this button, that uh. Well, with that being said, I think we are ready to transition to our movie this week. It is Space Jam: A New Legacy. Basketball camp is next weekend. You got amazing potential on the court, and I can help you get there. It's not what I want, Dad. Hold up. Wrong floor. This is the serververse. What'd you do to my son? Where's Dom? The only way you're getting your son back is if you and I play a little basketball. I need to assemble an elite team to help get my son back. I know what you're looking for. A dream team. Mom, shoot the ball. Let's try that again, shall we? King James. Welcome to the Space James. So this movie is basically about LeBron James being a bad father. He has two sons in this movie. One is great at basketball. The other one is not great at basketball. The one not great at basketball is a good game designer. He takes that son with him to Warner Brothers for a pitch meeting. LeBron James doesn't like the idea of scanning his likeness into uh, the WB servers, and they can just insert his likeness into any property that they want. So LeBron and his son get sucked into the, the servers by the character that Don Chudo plays. And he says, in order to be released, you have to play me at basketball. So LeBron James goes to the various properties that Warner Brothers owns to get the Looney Tunes together to play basketball against Don Cheeto and actual other professional basketball players but everybody's modified and they're cheating and through the power of teamwork and you know nba um nba jam style moves lebron james and company saved the day so what did you guys think of the movie i thought it was actually i take man right here i thought it was better than the original and I don't want to mention the original anymore, so I'll shut up about that. But this was actually really, it's an actually really funny uh, movie. I, despite all the little things that was somewhat annoying, like, I don't, uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to say anything about the specific rap. It, it just, I'm like, what the hell are we doing here? Um, No, it was a lot of, it was, it was enjoyable. I, I really, I, I really liked it. I really did. Well, I thought it was, I thought it was okay. It's nothing I'm going to go to Friday, Saturday, you know, go pay for maybe a Sunday afternoon sort of movie. But overall, I mean, I liked it. It wasn't, you know, I, I didn't go into it expecting the biggest blockbuster of the summer. I went into it thinking, it is what it is. It's made for 10, 11, 12-year-olds, ultimately, and not adults. So with, with, you know, keeping a mindset with not high expectations, it was okay. It was, it, it was decent. Although I did find it a little much with that whole 
computer thing, I, I think I would have liked a little bit better if it was more like the classic version, like the first one. But that's because I just thought so much was going on with it, like the whole computer and uh, power-ups and the 2,000 points for one shot. And have you never played NBA Jam, Steve? NBA Jam is one of the best games ever made. I mean, that's basically what they ripped off in this movie. <laughs> yeah, but... Bad in NBA Street. One, yeah. One NBA... Yeah, that one was a good one, too. But NBA Jam and NBA Streets are two totally different animals in Paris. I mean, those were instant classics. This one is a Sunday movie. If you catch a nap in the middle, then you catch a nap in the middle. Um, I My thoughts on this movie was... I highly enjoyed it. Psych, this movie was hot garbage. <laughs> I mean, I guess I shouldn't say hot garbage. That's going a little bit extreme. I did not enjoy this movie. Um, I thought the story was whack. Not the story of him getting his son back. I thought the story of him and his relationship with his son was whack. I thought that's, that, that's that's ripped from any '90s children's movie, and that's where it comes down to. Is like this stuff was the stuff. This the dialogue was whack. It, it felt like I know when you get these types of movies, you have to throw in hip, cool words or whatever little phrases. But it was just it was all it was. There was no hits. It was all missing. Just like. What in the Matrix? I was like, come on, LeBron, what are you doing, man? Then, like, the plot of it, I mean, Don Cheeto, it's okay, I guess, with his with his thing, but it didn't make sense to where, because for the simple fact that since LeBron didn't go with his idea, I'm about to trap him and everybody else in the server, but what does that do though? So like it was weird to me, like on the first one, the bad guy wanted he wanted Michael Jordan to be a like an animal in a cage and he's gonna make money off him because people was gonna pay to see play Gibson while he chained up type of thing to where this one I didn't understand what was his what will be the purpose of him doing that. I watched this with my 10-year-old son and who was very excited to see it and once we got done, I asked him how did he like it versus how did I like it. So I'm gonna have he's about to make a little cameo on this source segment to give his thoughts of a ten year old and Space Jam two. Hello, I'm Matthew. All right, now tell him what your thoughts were on Space Jam two. I thought that Space Jam two, the new legacy, was good. I liked it. Why did, did you, you like it? it? I liked how it was at least funny enough for me to enjoy it, and it wasn't too silly where the part where it just looked like a baby made it. So did you connect with the the uh, the son character? Like, did you feel like, oh, man, this is a character that I want to, that I like enough to, I want to keep watching this movie? was good i like like all the characters okay so no one specific character so you What's like the son you like well, lebron like, well throughout the movie i like taz like the tasmanian devil okay because and i like my favorite part was 
like when he spinned around and he turned the course around where the um, Anthony Davis, like the bird, he made it into the other person's goal. So can I ask, how familiar are you with the Looney Tunes? Mm, I mean, I only watched this first Space Jam and then besides that, not really. Okay, so you've seen <laughs> so you've seen none of the shorts, you've seen none of the TV shows, you're just going off Space Jam movies. Sound like his father isn't uh, raising him right. I mean, that's very true. I mean, or your his father's <laughs> raised him uh, appropriately. He don't need to watch that. <laughs> he's ten no, years he old. To watch that. He's well, ten years you know, old. You know the shorts are still what on, he right? Watch it? What 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 is he going to gain from that? No. So my question was, and this is something Nelson and I were talking about. We were like, do kids even know who the Looney Tunes are? Like they really aren't in the public eye as much as say Disney characters, you know? Right. Just put the Animaniacs back out. So, right. And do you know what the Animaniacs are, Matthew? No. Right. Do you know what tiny tones are? No. Right. So that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about Matthew. I'm just saying like, what is Warner brothers doing? So like this movie is for, us because we know who the looney tunes are right but we're but, also bringing the kids though right well they also are bringing the looney tunes back have you guys been seeing the previews of that well yeah so when hbo max launched they started making new shorts warner brothers is not doing a good job promoting the looney tunes and i i too did not care for this movie but i quickly understood as the movie went on that this movie wasn't for me even though people in our age group are more likely to see it and bring our children to it. And I was just very curious, like kids today don't know who the Looney Tunes are, but they'll watch this movie, but then turn around and not watch anything else Looney Tunes related. So what was the point of that? Because it was a chance for Warner Brothers to try to indoctrinate them. But yeah, because because for working. example, my son plays Fortnite, and they will come out with a new skin or something. LeBron was on that. Oh, I like this skin, but they but they will base that skin off an old something that I will know about, and he won't know about it. Something like right. that. Right, but then like, how likely are the kids to like do some research and like find this content? Because just think about this, like. If they don't really do anything like drastic to like really get the public consciousness on Looney Tunes, like nobody's gonna give a shit about that. Like, do y'all care about like Popeye? I do. Cause you were a, a sailor. I, I watched Popeye when growing up. It was yeah, I watched it. Right. Do I care about it right now? No, but it has, right. I mean, has as they have is it Warner Brothers or is that Nick? I'm not sure. I, I think it's Warner. I think yeah, Warner owns But that. has that have they pushed them in the last 15, 15, 20 years? Not really. Like uh the dude that did Samurai Jack, he's been trying so hard to get a Popeye movie out, but they're like, no, make another hotel Transylvania. Did you guys like them doing the whole um movie hopping? Yeah, I mean not the movie having part, but like them yeah. doing their whole Ready Player One thing. 
movie. Like showing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, having everybody show up, having yeah. like Ryan's asking for he's asking for the Iron Giant and King Kong, but oh, we can't get those guys, but they somehow show up to the the game. Like right, I was like, what right? Are we, yeah. <laughs> can, we go, can we go get them a jersey or two? Like, right. although that is that is one thing I did appreciate how they had all those different shows I, and movies but all then, watch them. But I, then I did they did like it. that little twist on it. But they did it half-assed at one point. Like, on the sidelines, they had, like, some random man dressed up as the mask or some yeah. random man dressed up like the penguin from Batman Returns. I mean, you're and it's not like, Dan DeVito and Jim Carrey for this. But... I agree, but, like, have you ever been to, like, New York or Vegas where they have those people dressed up as like characters and you pay them but like it looked like they just they found some people on the street and they were like hey you want 50 bucks just stand here while we film this movie don't don't look at lebron in the face that's what that felt like i almost think this movie was about 10 years too late <laughs> yeah uh... because, because if you think about it 10 years ago well let me ask you would you still put take it back 10 years? Would you still put LeBron as the main guy? Who with the yeah, LeBron well, would be the main guy 10 years from now, but 10 he, years ago, but he's still yeah, 10 years ago. Th- think about who was in the league 10 years ago. Well, you would are you, you still are you put LeBron? Kobe? I would honestly put Kobe as one of the villains, I would put him in Diana Taurasi's spot as the Mamba, the snake. So, I mean, it could leave a different avenue, but I still don't like the whole, and I wish they would have done more. Like, now, obviously, I haven't, like you said, I haven't seen the first Space Jam in years, so I could be completely wrong, but I feel like they didn't, the Looney Tunes, once they got to the court, they weren't as... Fun? Yes, like, it was missing something that I thought maybe they did in the first one where they had more... Wacky hijinks showing off like this is what the Looney Tunes do. Right. And they, they just out here hooping. But you gotta yeah, they was hooping. The fact, you gotta remember the fact that LeBron was like, Hey, uh, Bugs, this ain't your this ain't your damn team. This is my team. So everybody was all like, Okay, let's play normal basketball. But then they at halftime. Yeah, at halftime. It was like we we're trying to play like you. And he was all like, Oh, maybe I should believe in my team instead like i feel like this whole thing is lebron's fault like (laughs) if you believed in your kid like an hour ago maybe (laughs) when we wouldn't have to deal with all of this look his kid needs to not be a fucking nerd and pick up a basketball like him all right but the weird part about it and also about that too it's not like that was his only son though (laughs) he had like a 16 year old son or whoever right so you was like nah man both my sons would be good at basketball focus on basketball you already had one the other one could have done this other thing like why are you pushing why are you pushing your own uh beliefs that was pushed on you (sighs) as a kid your own bad beliefs like hey no you can't play the game boy as a kid so and this, he's like a developer. You saw him doing all these things. Like, okay, he just made this video game. And, okay, the little glitch. Can we talk about how Bugs Bunny just, they just said, fuck that glitch. And he's just <laughs> in the world yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
I mean, I don't really remember the first one, but like, I feel like they were in the real world in the first one too. So that means nothing, right? But okay, so they were. They went in the real world to get his uh, shoes and his basketball clothes. Right. So the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like, did the glitch make him CGI, like a 3D model now? <laughs> also, it took me a minute to get the. Uh, I was like, why did they call it Space Jam again? I was like, Cyberspace. Cyberspace. Yeah. Oh, it took Ooh. me a. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I so, know, also, I'm not gonna lie, you know, when they turned them into three dimensional, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I kind of liked it back when it was cartoon. I didn't like that either. I, I bet yeah, you, I like the 2D. I bet I your like son liked that shit, ones. though. <laughs> you, you like it when they turn 3D or you like the cartoon better? I mean, I liked it 2D, but then I also liked how uh, the only part I liked it when it was 3D was when, like, like Taz spins or, like, the- Tell me tell me something that you liked about the movie that has nothing to do with Taz. For you guys to know, that's his favorite character. So you tell me to- something. Look, look on YouTube I, I for some Tasmania for him. So what, name something else you liked about the movie. I like how Dom upgraded. You like what? Uh, we mean he said he liked when he up when Dom upgraded. We mean upgraded. Oh, at the end when he turned wow. into a CGI creature. Oh, got you. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, Matthew, in, in your son's defense, I mean Taz did have his own show, also. Yeah, Tasmania. So, I think it was good. It's not like really anyone else had their own show except for Bugs, Bugs. and Tweety. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can we go back to the whole style points thing? And like the last two scores was two points. Like yeah. all of this, all this <laughs> right, right. Like the whole happened. everything and, you know, else is like, oh. like seventy-five to a hundred points each, and then everyone else is getting posterized for the last like ten seconds. And it's like here's one and a half. Here's two points. I'm that like, shit was too basic, this? right? It was basic. And then they did all of this like, stuff, and I thought LeBron. I thought they 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 were playing like LeBron was going to stretch his arm out, like. No. A certain other show that we're not going to talk about, but then his son like just threw the little upgrade at him and just bounced off of that. And okay, you know, I kind of wish he did stretch his arm out just for the nostalgic purposes and take something from the first one. In case everyone didn't know, th- this is a spoiler show. Uh, <laughs> just uh, want to drop that in there. I thought that they would like make him like pass it off to his son since his son was sitting over there for the three and let his son get the glory because you know they 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 uh put lebron out there like and this is real media they're like oh he passes the ball too much in the in the crucial moments i thought they would have let him actually pass the ball off for a second and but they they didn't do it so lebron is the star of this movie okay not his son could be a star too you know well but his son could have been like see dad i can play i just hit that three even though he upgraded himself to 99 (laughs) (laughs) cheating ass son (laughs) they made another space jam who do you who should be their quote main guy their new lebron so let's actually put a pin in that. Um, we're, we're let's talk about that after we do trivia. What do you guys think that the Rotten Tomatoes is on this movie? Seventy-five, sixty-six, Maybe hard thirty-eight, thirty-one at the time that I took the screenshot. Wow! Wow! 
81% audience score, though. So the people like the movie. Uh, originally, the sequel to the Space Jam 1 was going to have Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes having a basketball game against a new alien villain named the Berserko. Ultimately, Michael's refusal to return resulted in the production's cancellation. So that leads into this week's trivia question. Name the Space Jam sequel that was never in production at one point. So you have A, Skate Jam with Tony Hawk, B, Golf Jam with Tiger Woods, C, Race Jam with Jeff Gordon, or D, Tennis Jam with the Williams Sisters. And you're, naming, and you're naming the one that was not like in production where they did not approach the celebrity or they did not have the idea for said sport game. Oh, well then never mind. Uh, <laughs> I'll go to tennis one. I'm going yeah. tennis also. I mean, it's, it's a little race jam. All right. Yeah. Uh, you guys are right. It's tennis jam. They never approached the Williams sisters, but all three of those were things that they were trying to get off the ground. The tennis, the, the skate jam, golf jam, and race jam. Tony Hawk uh, posted about the skate jam one a couple days ago. Damn, Ooh. Tony Hawk spoiling my. That, that's how I knew that. that my trivia. <laughs> I can almost see Tony Hawk doing it. And you know what? I can almost see the Williams sisters doing it, though, too. I mean, if they would have been approached, I feel like they would have did it. Like, if they would have did that in the mid-2000s. Yeah, it would have been hot. Yeah. Um. So... Additional trivia. After the original idea for Space Jam 2 was canceled, there was an idea for a spy film called Spy Jam starring Jackie Chan, but he left the production and it evolved into Looney Tunes Back in Action, which came out in 2003. Has anybody seen that? I feel like I saw it and it doesn't ring a bell, so <laughs> it was trash. Uh, Bob Bergen is the only voice actor to return from the original Space Jam. He played Tweety. <laughs> um, the original voice of Lola from the first movie, she came back and recorded all of her lines, and then they were like, No, thank you, and they replaced her with Zendaya. That's crazy. That's cold. Why? Why? What's the reason? Right, Zendaya is a name. Yeah, she's a name. Good. She's I mean, if you look at all the commercials, it was. But I'm saying that, that like, does that matter? Though? On there. Like, yeah. and, so so they was like, yeah, I'm gonna go see Space Jam because she's playing Lola. There yeah. are people that will see that movie because she's in it. It's not uncommon for them to do stuff like that. Like, um, you guys remember the Jetsons movie? No. In the early '90s, they made a Jetsons movie, and they brought all everybody that was alive came back to reprise their roles but then at the last minute they replaced the voice actress of judy with some pop singer that was popular at the time just to get butts in the seats was there butts in the seats i mean no that movie didn't do well and it helped like bankrupt hannah barbera but uh warner brothers bought them so you know so the last one um this is not this is an official trivia question, but I, I did some digging and I finally found out the answer. So as we all remember, Pepe Le Pew was cut from this movie. Would anybody like to guess what movie he was going to be in? Like what Warner Brothers movie section he was going to be in? Mm. 
I mean, don't don't think too hard, because like I would have never guessed this shit. All right, what was it? Either one of you guys want to guess? <sighs> Warner Brother Property. Um, I think they own. I don't so think much we got shit. time to think of. <laughs> it's uh, he was gonna be in Casablanca. Oh gosh, I was actually thinking about that too. <laughs> wow. Okay. Deep I mean, cut. I can see how that would how that would be a, how that be connected. Right. I mean, I can see that too. Well, frankly, my dear. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, coming back to Steve's question, who would you like to see if they were going to make Space Jam three? What sport? What athlete? All right, here we go. Ten-year-old, who would you like to see in a new Space Jam movie? Yeah, he said if it was football, Patrick Mahomes. I can see that. Okay. Our, our, our Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, I can see Mahomes being more, if you will, cooler with bugs yeah, in the yeah, 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 than yeah. Uh, Rodgers. Absolutely. I'm well, trying to think who. I'm going to jump in. We're going to do tennis with Naomi. Well, that's what I was about to go with. I was like, yeah, tennis. With I'm just, yeah, especially her tennis. Um. What are sports? I don't know about hockey. Um, baseball. Baseball. Who we got? Shohei Otani? Uh, who would you choose? I don't. Steve, you yeah, do baseball. Otani. Who's the most popular Otani. baseball player right now? He's I would probably, say, even though he's injured, still Mike Trout. Mike Trout? Okay. I, See, I, I would throw Mike Trout in there. I mean, Otani's can, definitely the man this year, for sure. Do Messi or Tatis Jr. Are. Um, somebody with the soccer jam or whatever. Oh, who's that? Rondo, Rondo or Messi or yeah, Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo. That's it. Sorry, I say because Beckham already had his uh, time <laughs> he in the light like with him when he bent it. <laughs> was he even in that movie? Was he in that movie? I don't know. <laughs> did they have the highlights like they did for LeBron in the first movie? Yeah, I, I think they showed I, him do the credit. I believe so, either before or after. I'm like, I'm like, it's kind of like yeah, when they talk about, uh, like Dave Chappelle did a skit about Antoine Fisher. How are you gonna, how are you gonna make a movie about your life? And it's just all this good stuff. He is like, was this a tribute to LeBron or was this a tribute to Warner Brothers? It was like it was LeBron both. showing all his highlights, and Warner Brothers like, oh wait, let me show you everything we got. It was like a, a odd to both of them. <laughs> I'm surprised that there wasn't a plug for HBO Max and how to sign up in this movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> And did you notice LeBron, his jersey was the only one with his logo on it. <laughs> He's the only one. Like, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, can't you just share it with the whole team since it's, quote, your team? Yeah, can we talk I, about the CG hairline that they put on his head? I, I was looking at that, too. killing the game. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm touching my hair to half the time. I'm like, <laughs> The best special effects. That's why this movie cost $250 million. That, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that green screen do rag they had him on. That's hilarious. But uh, do you guys have anything to plug before we get out of here? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm I'm Nelson on here, but I'm also Douglas Scruff three one four on Twitch. I uh, stream games from here and there. I've been I've been on a little hiatus, but I'm coming back. I'm trying to get my little game room set up. I got the light going, and I got the little. You know, try, trying to get everything situated, but I'll be back soon. And um, on Instagram is Doug the Scruff. So follow me. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, 
like and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page, we used to talk about this at work, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at we used to talk pod. So I want to thank you guys for coming on. And I'm extending the invitation. If you want to come back for Space Jam One, we're going to be doing that around this time next month. But yeah, this is a lot of fun. And boob goes the dynamite. And away the news goes. <laughs> 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 <laughs>